there with a very good friend of mine. Sir, you know what? How do you want me to introduce you? Um, well, like you said, you know, I'm a good friend. We go back like racism, but... Uh, <laughs> also, you know, I got... You know, I got a name. I'm Alan. They call me Blessed or Buddha or... You know, Which I've never... <laughs> um, do you remember how we met? We met in the year 2004. That was, I just know that was through Derek. No, not at all. Amy. We, nope. We met through your mother. Because. At the party. It was a. Nope, 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 nope. We saw each other before. Not at all. We had seen each other, um, I had not met you until 2000, early 2004, or no. spring, spring, yes, spring no. 2004. Yeah, I know your family. I've known your family since 2003. Well, I'm going to tell you, but, I was incarcerated until 2005, from 1999 to 2005. Well, then it must be 2005, because I met you. I actually met you on a, a softball field. And I had hurt my ankle, and you carried me off the field. And that's how we actually met. We probably saw each other because I've known your family since 2003. But I met you because your mother, after I got hurt on a softball field, your mother said, you can't drive home like that. My son can take you home. And you picked me up off of the softball field. And you carried me off the softball field, and you drove my truck home to my house. Then you carried me four flights of stairs. <laughs> you carried me up four flights of stairs, and I thought you were my knight in shining armor. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was just like, oh, he carried me. <laughs> and the whole time you were like, don't worry. I'm not a, a, a crazy guy. I'm not going to take advantage of you. You were such an amazing gentleman. But the biggest thing for me was I was like 160 pounds. And you carried me up four flights of stairs. I remember that. But like I told you. I was fresh home for walked off too. <laughs> we left that part out. I was like, "Mug," you know. But um, so to introduce you to my listeners, this is Buddha, um, also known as Blessed. I never called you that. I just learned that name a few years ago because, um, like I said, I met you through your mom. So your mom called you Buddha. So that's what I know you as. And all of these years later, I've only known you as that, although your name is Alan. And I remember, I think that night I learned that. And I was like, hmm, you don't look like an Alan. <laughs> but you look like a Buddha to me. Yeah. So that's how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... 
We have maintained a good friendship. I think um, you're pretty bossy to me. Get on my nerves. <laughs> because you think the whole world, which I always appreciate about you, the whole world is a classroom, but you're always the teacher. <laughs> so you've lived. It means the enlightened one. So I, like to, I like to try to share information. <laughs> but you've lived like 10 lifetimes. The things that, has, that have happened to you, first of all, a lot of people wouldn't be able to live through, number one. Number two, you do sit on a lot of knowledge because of your experiences. So I will definitely give you that due. Um, I'll always have love. You know I'll always love you. But I'll always have love and respect for you. Um, I had spoken to you a few years ago about how interesting it would be to interview you. So that's what this is. <laughs> okay. That's so I'm not... Well, because I... I was in your family. I literally was in your family. And um, I remember I had the biggest, biggest crush on you for many years. And we should have gotten together that night. That, that we officially met. Man, Yes. <laughs> Carrying me. And I know how much I weighed. I weighed at least, at least 160 pounds. And the fact that you met me, didn't really know me, but you went on the strength that your mom said, hey, take her home. And, um, and your mom was the bomb. Oh, my gosh. She's been peace, Debbie. Um, a woman I highly respected, and her, her birthday's coming up. She's one of my favorite Aries because she said it like it needed to be said. Um, <laughs> always. Um, but um, the fact that you were like, all right, I'm going to take her home. And you weren't rude. You weren't pushy. You were not. You didn't push yourself on me. And I mean, possibly because I was funky that night. <laughs> but... I look. I had. I was. You picked me up off a damn softball field, but I'll always appreciate that that you didn't push up on me that night. Flirted with me, hit hit you hit on me. Excuse me, um, throughout the years. But that first night, you didn't push up on me at all. You were just the ultimate consummate gentleman, and I always. I will always respect and appreciate you for that. Okay, thank you. You know, um, I mostly did what Mama said, you know. Like, LL say, Mama say, knock you up, you gotta get knocked out of you. So, you know, you said, take you home. I was like, look, and I'll take you home. And, you know, carrying you, I probably was showing off. You know, I was like, uh, you know, I'm just off and shit, but 
I, I've said it to you before. It took a lot of restraint on my part. I was just like, oh my gosh. And you had this body for me. You were in. And I was just like, ah. And you carried me. And I know how much I weigh. And you just were like, do you need me to put you into bed? Are you okay? And you got to let the people know. It was literally eight flights because it's two flights. It, it really was. It really was. Absolute fact. Which made it Flight even real talk, made it even deeper for me <laughs> because it was so much walking and you carry me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this man is carrying me in his arms up all of these stairs and he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember I was just like, just on my ministry walk, I was just like, oh my gosh, he's going to get it. And you were like, are you okay? And you just so showed so much genuine concern. And I was like, nah, you you can get it. You got to get out of my house. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much. And he was like, you need anything? And I was like, nah, nah I need you to get the hell out of my house while I'm on my legs. <laughs> the devil is a liar. <laughs> I was like, he can get it. And I, in fact, to make you really laugh, I don't know if I ever told you when Debbie had said, um, your mom, when she said, oh, you know what? I'm going to get my son. <laughs> and she yelled for you. And I was like, Debbie, that's your son? <laughs> I was like, oh, my <sighs> Let me tell you something. Your mother and I had many a laugh about you because I was like, yo, your son is fine as hell. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, that's, that's just for real. You, you had him? I promise you, I asked your mother if she had you. And she was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, that's my son. I was like, yo. I was like, your son is fine. And I mean, don't get me wrong. All of y'all, there, there are four of you. All of you are really good looking. Um, oh, you want to talk about your sibling? Well, no. <laughs> because I remember when I met your sibling and I met you after I met them. <laughs> because like you said, you were away. I used yeah. to go to your, your family barbecues. I used to go to... Um, birthday parties and house parties. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Miss Carrie, shout out to Miss Carrie. Hey, Miss Carrie yeah, Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that I just absolutely adored Dora. I still love you, Dora. Um, Amy. Every, shoot, there's a lot of them. <laughs> I thought I had a big family. But um, I'm going to start with Miss Carrie. Miss Carrie and, and Dora specifically and Vanessa, they all adopted me. And because, Buddha, what is Miss Carrie's um, relationship to you? That's my great aunt. She's my great aunt. She's the matriarch of the family. And see, I know this because that's how I met him. But I want him to introduce his family because... All of them, uh, we went to church together, and so they adopted me. And that was the very first family who adopted me in Greater Centennial. So because they adopted me, 
I was like Dora's aunt and sister. I was like Vanessa's baby, baby sister. <laughs> and, and so um, I would, they would say, come on over to the house. And I would go to the house or come to this barbecue. And I would go to the barbecue. Um, all of the kids, well, I should say Dora's kids, very specifically Micaiah and Dallas were my, like my nieces immediately. And so I was in the midst of the family. I met all of your siblings before you. And then met you and was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but that's so crazy because it usually go the other way. Like, I used to be dating. I bring a honey to the crib. She'll see my brother. Oh, I wish I would have met him before you. <laughs> oh, yeah? I well, you can go on upstairs I mean, and talk with him. Your you. brothers are good-looking guys. Your brothers are actually fine. But you're the best-looking one. What is your um, what is your status in, in age? What, where do you fit in? Oh, no, I know. I'm I know. Yeah, I'm not older. <laughs> I'm 50 as of last week. Then my brother, Brian, he's 49. Well, 48, he'll be 49, I think. Yeah. And then Drea is right under that. She'll be 48 in August. Derek just turned 46 in February. That's so crazy. Because um, I've known you all for so long, and I'm like, y'all are all in your, well, you're now 50. And I've met everybody in their 30s, in their early 30s. So um and twenties. Another brother. I got another younger brother, Terrence. Yes. Right. So Terrence. Damn, Terrence is probably thirty-five or thirty-three. Now he's like that. And Drea and Derek and I used to sing on the same choir. And the whole so. thing. Four with my mom and dad, and two with just my dad, brother and sister outside. So there was a very trying time in your life. Um, a lot of those. Yeah, a lot. Let's focus on... Oh, goodness, where can we focus? Because you do have a lot. Um, you didn't see the post I put up? Some girl no. A, some girl had a post up that started following me where it's a bunch of daggers shooting all around. And so I took that because it said everything life threw at me or something, but I'm still going, whatever, whatever. It fit, it, it fit me like a book. I felt I felt like that trip was talking to me. So I took it and I reposted it. Fine. It's that like, works for you. Right, it works because, you know, like, all these knives is coming, and he just weaving them. <laughs> he doing everything. He weaving every one of them. Absolute fact. It's like I'm weaving them, but my people's around. Like, that's not paying attention. That the ones catching them. So, do you mind? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Israel, do you mind? Excuse me for cutting you off. I apologize. Do you mind talking about um, what happened after? We met you. We met when you had first come home. Right. Um, but then what happened? Uh, you know, 
Well, that was 05. So now we got to fast forward it through the bids and the, you know, the bids are back and forth. Shit. But when I came home 2016, that was my the, the straw. Like, that's when I stayed like I was all the way focused. I said, you know what? Street shit is a rap as far as the hustling side. Boom. Do you want to? Do you mind talking about that for a second? I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed of nothing I did. I have no regrets on anything I do. I've done it. It's done. So, but yeah, I used to sell a whole lot of drugs at one time. So you know, got tired of going to jail. Like missing out on time, which is the biggest commodity in the world. You know what I'm saying? So like wasting time. And I won't even say wasting because I utilized it. Boom. But you just losing time with your family, your loved one. You know, you're missing out on a lot of different events and, you know, traumatic situations with loved ones. You know, missing graduation, missing wedding, family, everything. And tomorrow's not promised. So you might fuck around, people die on you, then you can get to the funeral the way that they respect. Miss out on a lot of stuff, your kids grow up on you, all type of things. So I got tired of that. And that's when I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing that shit no more. So when I came in 2015, Focusing, got up the gate, started working at Children Village. Friend of mine, Margaret, love ya. She plugged me in. She saw me at, I was at the Chicken Hut. Wow, I was at Chicken Hut eating. And I kind of miss Chicken Hut, even though last time I was there, I saw a rat. <laughs> but yeah, it's flooded. It's... Last time I was there, I saw a rat, but I kind of miss it. <laughs> and then they're eating. And I saw the, I saw Margaret, she broke by, she saw me, she was like, oh shit, now mind you, I ain't seen like 20 years. She got out the car, I was like, oh shit, I you know, the hug all that, and I was like, you looking for a job? I'm like, yeah, I just came home, she's like, I can use you, she was like, that be me, but I, I put it, she plugged me in, when she got me right in, boom, but I was doing teacher day, helping her. Young boy, but the school is the worst part of the job because all of the kids are in dorm separated. But then when they get to school, they all together. So now this is when all the beeps happen, the dude they could get to this cottage, now they see all of the bears. So have so many fights. So now I'm playing security guard and teacher's aide, referee, all these different things. I like the job, it was good at fit, but I wanted to become the counselor because it came to me like if they got somebody in the dorms to build with them then when they get to the school they're already their mindset already be focused on them to be less riffraff because these other counselors are saying it's just a job to them they don't have no chair that's where that's the bad part about it can't hire people that don't care. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> have somebody that cares, even if they're just a parent, they're going to care because their kid can be there. 
And my kid is just one situation away from being right at this joint, too. So it gives you a reason to make you want to care about it and figure out a way to get better. You know, but I ended up getting released because, you know, I ain't going to lie to you, to nobody, except the police. But, you know, I had to to fuck a couple of them little kids up. I ain't try to kill them, but, you know, (laughs) you know, it's like one little motherfucker hit me in the nuts. Like, in the morning time, you got to stand outside the classroom and wait for the kids to come in. So this little joker walking down the hallway and just, boom, hit me in the nuts. I fall, I look up, see who it is. He running, laughing. All right. <laughs> Caught his little ass later. Gave him two nice little body shots. <laughs> Cry. Oh, don't cry. Wipe your face. Wipe your face. Wipe your face, tough guy. You don't go like hitting men in the penis. What type of game is that? Like, listen, there's consequences and repercussions. Every action has, it's called cause and effect. You you know? Like, this is a cause and effect. You do that, and this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? Wiped his face, he went out. Yeah. And I had a few times I had to do that. Then one day, <laughs> and it's so funny, his name is Mr. Thompson. So, like, so Mr. Thompson calls me into his office. He's like, yo, either everybody's lying on you or you're good because I don't have you on any teams, but I got five complaints that you have. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I got five complaints that you're roughing up the students. <laughs> No, nah, Mr. Thompson, I ain't rough enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then, after he gave me, yeah, after he gave me that little shit right there, I said, you know what? I'm in class one day, and a little kid, he's acting up to the teacher's acting in the chair. And he's a big guy for his age. He's 16, but he was like 6'2". I'm like, damn. So I tell him, little motherfucker, like, yo, you got a chair, you just dropped in the class. Sit down on that to take you down to Mr. Thompson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he looking at me, he thinking because he got the size. Ain't different. I tell him, like, listen, a small axe to chop a big tree down. <laughs> so so that, that went over his head. He didn't catch that. Yeah, because he's 16. Right. So, boom, he kept going on and on. So, I'm digging in my pocket, or I'm putting something in my pocket, and my, my jail ID falls out. <laughs> so, he bent down to pick up the ID, and he sees a, oh, shit, you just got out of jail? This is real? It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's real. So he was like, oh. So he passed it around the class. Oh, no. Now you have street cred. You know what I'm saying? So I said, damn, all I had to do was this for the gate instead of... So they all looking at my jail ID and shit, and now they all coming over with questions. Yo, so where you was at? Word. So so, you know, I'm letting them know how the thing go. Did you know after that, I had complete control of the whole school. I know that's right. Now, Mr. Thompson... (laughs) Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I never saw these kids respect somebody so fast. 
I'm just saying in my head, like, I didn't know either. My ID fell. It was a trickle effect. And then it just sickened me. Everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen. Then I had one more little situation with a guy. He was about to get because they keep you in Children's Village till you're 21. Okay. 21, but his family still don't want him. Wow. So now he's frustrated because you got to get out of here. When your birthday comes, they don't give a damn. You getting out of this camp. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So now he's stressed. I already know because I've been through it. I've seen guys when you're incarcerated. I've seen dudes that did 25 years and they get ready to go home, but they don't got nothing to go to or they're scared. Wow. The unknown. They like, damn, everything changed. I've seen dudes catch new charges just because they didn't want to go back to the streets because they didn't know. And that's real. Yeah, so it's like... People don't understand that cycle in and of itself. Right. So I'm going to the young boy because I saw it that looked like. I can see the face. Like I used to be up north. I see niggas come in scared to death. So I tell him, you got STD? You got STD all on your face, man. You got straight... What? STD? STD? I said, you're scared to death. I said, I ain't say you had a disease. I can see it all on your face. That's deep. That's deep gotta shake that off because the wolves and the hyenas is about to pounce on you if you don't shake that off. What are you scared of? You heard stories. Okay. You hear. Did anybody get their head cut over uh, So you gotta know the stories was just fairy tales to scare you. I mean, shit happened, but not like how they tell you to fear. But like, yeah, so the kid didn't want to he didn't want to leave or whatever. I saw him, so I approached him like, yo, what's up, young blood? What's going on? What's on your mind? He starts bad, fuck, fuck, blah, trying to get all aggressive. Like, so I'm like, what is all this about? And then I looked at the female counselor. She's cute. I said, oh, this is a show for her? I said, bro, don't make me get my dental on. Because <laughs> I'm the best actor I know. Babe, I didn't hear anything. Stop moving. Stop moving your phone, cause I you just spazzed out on your video. Say anything oh, so again. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. So you know, I went to the kid. I you saw, saw the him. female counselor. Oh right, all right, yeah, yeah. So when he started getting all irate, that made me look around, like, cause I thought it was just me and him around. Then I look, I said, Oh, you putting on the show for her? So I'm like, Bro, don't make me get my Denzel on. That's <laughs> the actor I know, you know what I'm saying? So he kept going on and on. He telling me what he'd do to be online. I was like, bro, just because you work out, don't mean this thing gonna work out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So trust me, man. So he kept on. If you don't want to lose your job, baby, I said, my nigga. Now I show him the ID. I said, listen, I'm only here for parole. <laughs> you understand? I will. I said, I'm on parole. It's so crazy. It's easy to get a job when you're on parole because your parents don't want to plug you in. So yeah. I will fix you up and go get another job. <laughs> that's, all. that's all you got to do is swing. If you fail in the way, just swing. You said it, I'll debt it. I'm the fire. Yeah, I'm the fire, man. You said it, I'll debt it, bro. So- 
fucking with you, I'm going to clear your whole mind for you. <laughs> you will not have that problem when I've seen it. It's at this point that I'm going to explain to whoever's watching that um, you want to, wait, you want to plug in where you're from? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know me. Who the plus money earning Mount Vernon, the big man. Big Y'all can check me Slot Time Media on Instagram. Slot Time Media on, yeah, I'm saying Facebook, all that. I do the video. <laughs> shoots, all events. All that, your boy. And at that point, I'm going to say, yes, you are definitely from Mount Vernon. But not only are you from Mount Vernon, I call you the mayor of Mount Vernon. <laughs> Why do I call you the mayor of Mount Vernon? Because walking down the street with you, if there are people on the street, everyone stops to speak to you. Like, you literally know everyone. And if you don't know everyone, everyone surely knows you. So I remember just simply walking to the store and the store was across the street. Literally, here's one spot and the store is right there. We walked across the street and there had to have been like 10 people in our path, like two people downstairs in front of the building, two people in front of the store, and a couple of people had come into the store as well as the people in the store. And every single person <laughs> spoke to you. And I'm like, okay, I can't be anonymous walking down the street with you because everyone knows you. And uh, so it's a double-edged sword on that point too. Yeah, that that is that's my whole that's my mo that's my life story. Like, like really. <laughs> The cops, like, literally, you don't even got to know my name. You just say, Bless did it, and they had my dog. <laughs> they ain't even looking for a rough name, none of that. You just say, Bless. I went, it's crazy. But also in that, you know some of the political people in Mount Vernon. All of the political people. What am I saying? Yeah. You know bigwigs. Yeah, and I'm, they know you by name. Yeah, I went to school with a lot of folks. I'm a good person. I just did You are stuff. a good person, and you yeah. did do dumb stuff. <laughs> but you're a very good person with a, an amazingly large heart and a heart for people, a heart for God's people. I know you and I would not necessarily bump heads, but we would debate. <laughs> I know that's hey that's why I'm the one Um, we would debate my Christianity and the books that I read (laughs) and it's all good because of the level of respect that you understood hey look I gotta go to church on Sunday why are you going to that place I told you start reading that book (laughs) But that's how you met me. You yeah. met me because, in fact, I didn't. I don't think I said that part. Your mother and I, I did say that I met your family because we went to church together. But the actual softball team was the church softball team. <laughs> so you met me. I was a church girl, you know. I'm still a church girl, even though I work an amazing yeah, amount of hours. 
Yeah, that's who I am, but you and I... Most of my family grew up in that church. So it's in like that when my mother used to send us, yeah, when my mother used to send us to church, she go in upstairs, and you know they had the kids go downstairs. Mm-hmm. Then me and my brothers, oh, we was older, so we send Drea and Derek downstairs. <laughs> we would take the dollar that she gave us for church and go to Miss. Ke- uh, Play Mr. Dude's Castle and Centipede until <laughs> the church is out. <laughs> over there, get Derek and Drea. They don't know that we wasn't upstairs. We'll get them and boom. <laughs> By the time she finished doing all of that, we're good. Like, I, I never was giving my money, my little change in that cup. No, I say, don't pass it over here because it might be empty when you get it back. So, you know, but then as I got older, I learned why. My energy just made me do that. Like, nobody didn't tell me don't go to church and none of that. My energy just didn't sit good in the church. And And that's all right. Then after I sat down, when I was in prison, you had no choice. I'm reading. I read all the books they had in the library and all that shit. They got a little cart and you're in the box. They rolled around. I read all the books on that. So the Bible, I took that, started reading it. And I, it, it made me start questioning a lot of stuff about it because you just say, it says in the beginning of the joint, talking about there was just Adam and Eve, but then they went over the hills to the village of people. So how the hell if it's just Adam and dead Eve, where did the village come from? So I'm like, yo, they, they, this story is contradicting itself right there. Then I keep going in further, and it tells you, you know, God says don't pray and no dwellings, don't idolize, all of the don'ts. But all of the don'ts, they do. You're not supposed to idolize, but every church got a guy on a cross hanging in the front, or a Virgin Mary, or a sun god, or a fat Buddha statue. That's idolized. A church itself is a dwelling. You're not supposed to pray and no dwelling, but... They do. You're not supposed to idolize. They do. You're not, because if you didn't idolize, the pastor wouldn't be fucking the whole congregation. Everybody's idolized them. Or what? Doesn't make sense to me. You know, so that's what made me not follow that. Like, it got some, you know, good stuff in there, but then after you look at it, then you know that it was created as a control mechanism for the slaves. Let's watch Birth of a Nation. The brother spent his own money to create it. They gave him three days in the theaters and took it out. Because he was exposing a lot of jokes. You understand? So, you just got to know. Mel Gibson did the same thing. It's true. Something about the Christ. He spent his own money. They made a big riff about it, but they left it in the movie for months. He made the whole money. He got a award for it. But the black man does the same thing, spend his money, and you shut him. So that's all I just want to, you know, I just wanted to touch on that to just show you that it's black and white and everything, whether it's the religion, whether it's everyday life, whatever. That right there, that situation just showed a white guy does one thing, a black guy does the same thing. 
two different outcomes. I want to be mad and I can't be mad at that. It's the absolute truth. And a lot of people are not ready for that. Um, it's the absolute truth. Men. And a few good men. He said, you can't handle the truth. And a lot mm -hmm. of people, that's why I be by myself. Because my energy is too bright. I realize that it, it irritates a lot of people. And then I speak my mind. They don't like that. I'm not here to appease you. I'm trying to enlighten you. If you don't want to be enlightened, then you're in the wrong area. Seeing the good thing about being in the streets in the big yard, as I call it, boom, is now I got a choice of who I interact with, who I have around. See, when you're in prison, you're isolated, so your choices are very limited. So now you're stuck in a dorm area. If you're in a if you're in a medium, you're stuck in a dorm setting with sixty different mentality, personalities, and you got to learn how to move through that. Everybody has different days. This dude might be cool today, get a letter at four o'clock. Dear John, letter and now he's mad at everybody. So you got to be on point for everything. You know what I'm saying? This is why I tell people, like. I don't want your love. I'd just rather take your loyalty. See, love is an emotion. It changes. Love is fickle. Yeah, you go through 50,000 different emotions within an hour. What's up? We lit. Yo, I'm stressed out. Yo, I'm hungry. Yo. You're going through a whole lot of different shit. The loyalty is characteristic. It's instilled. It's there. It never changes. See what I'm saying? So that's what matters. That's why everybody seek loyalty, loyalty. They speak it, but they don't know what it means. That's a fact. See what I'm that's saying? That's an absolute fact. Yeah, so that's the whole thing. Like my mother, that's the first thing she used to say. Wait, what you said? What do that mean? Well, stop using words if you don't know what it means. Never I know mind. that's right. So a lot of these people, they, they use that word loyalty and they do you um do you mind speaking on what was going on in your life when your mom got sick? Yes, I was on the run. I was um I was in Texas at the time when I got a call from my sister. Like, yo, mom sick wants you to come back. Even, well, I know I didn't even know she was sick. I probably was the last one to find out. Uh, and went to the hospital. And I didn't even know at that time. When they called me to come to the hospital, she only had days. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know. So, went to the hospital. Everybody is in there. She called me. Gave me a hug and was just in my head like... Don't let them kill you, baby. So I didn't know if she meant the guys on the street or the cops because I'm on the run. So I was like, fuck it. We buried her. Well, we cremated her. And then we did the, you know, over the funeral and all that stuff. A week later, I went in. 
yo, what's up? Yo, what we gonna do? And I'm like, get away from my crib with that foolishness, man. Bang. Like I said, I can see who's around me. I know you got love, you mean well. Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you won't be back in debt. Because I look at it as if you really felt that way, you would have went and handled that and then came back and told me it was done. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So that's why I tell niggas, I play chess, not checkers, man. So you got to wake up real early in the morning to get over on me. And, uh, you know, I didn't go for that. Come to my crib with gun. Like, so, yo, yo, yo. Like, come on, some of this shit is like, y'all know more than I know. So why you ain't handled it? Then my son, he was gang-related. He was in the blood shit, right? So. Before you go there, how many kids do you have? Just so everyone understands this. Six, six, six. Just one time. Six. But. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, four girls, two boys. You know what I'm saying? But. And how old is your youngest? She's Who's adorable. Thanks. Beautiful. She's, <laughs> she's beautiful. A, she's 11 going on. Oh, my God. Going on 20. She's. Well, she was 27 when I met her years ago. So. She's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is so smart and bright. But, you know, it's like. It's like. Giving me the side eye. <laughs> But that takes the time, too, because it's like, since I don't hustle no more, it's even different relationships with, with them, too. Like, not not my kid, their, their mother. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm Buddha. trying to build my own businesses. Yes. Okay. You went yeah. out for a second. Oh, I said, yeah, the relationship since I don't With hustle, their moms. Yeah, the moms, that shit, like, changed, like, so, like my youngest one, the, the, the 11, Alana, like I don't, she's only write a new role. But I don't get to see her like that because Mama thought we cool, we on good terms, I think. But it's like, she just try to keep it as a control mechanism. And I don't want to play that. The game, the pawn game, and all of that with the kid. So, I just, you know, fall back. She'll send me a picture here and there. Oh, I don't know. It's just crazy what I go through. Then my ex-wife in Connecticut, she just brainwashed my kids against me all the way. But she wanted to commit adultery and have an affair with another married dude. Didn't get mad because I want to leave. So she's been tormenting me every since. Just because I said I don't know more. You showed me you didn't when you slept with this joker. So it's like I look like. I know I deserve better and better respect. I treat you right. They're going to be there and think I'm supposed to accept it. No. Because then what you going to do? Do me dirty again. If I take it the first time, why wouldn't I take it a double time? Huh? I'll never settle for that. I will never be miserable. That's why 50 looks so good on me. Because it does. I'm not going to let you stress me out. 
And happy belated birthday, even though I spoke to you that day, because I uh, always remember your birthday. If I don't remember anything else, I remember your birthday, I remember your mom's birthday. Um, I remember your birthday because it's St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember your mom's birthday because it's literally seven days before mine. So... (laughs) Drea, Brian, Derek, I don't remember nothing about them. The kids, I don't remember anything about them. I do remember the date of death for your son because it was right after my birthday. And yours is March 31st. My birthday is not March 31st. The 30th. 30th. After your mama. After your mama. Not before. Not in March? No. Your birthday's in March, not mine. <laughs> but I thought you were the March Airy, like my no. cousin CeeLo. No. They the 30th. <laughs> so you're the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm the week after you, literally seven days after so your mama. So that explains about the energy. See, we both in the teens. So you're the 13th, I'm the 17th. So you got to know, you know these numbers mean something because my eight and your four eight to four goes into eight twice <laughs> we're not going there sir <laughs> no, you know i'm gonna drop the nav you know what i mean i'm gonna drop the nav i'm gonna do the i'm gonna do the nav you know the numbers add up they do add up but this is this is why 13 is four 17 is eight you combine those together as 12. So four goes into the 12 three times. My birthday is in March. <laughs> I can keep breaking down however you want to do it. You can, you can stop. <laughs> yeah, because the connections with the numbers. You see what I'm saying? So that's how you got to know when your numbers don't match up, you're not compatible. I don't give a fuck what your zodiac sign is. That's what I try to tell people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, Pisces and this and that. Like, listen, bro. I was married to one of you assholes. No, it doesn't work. (laughs) Do it again. See, I don't even got to say the sign. But if it, no, they don't. The sign you got good neighbors. You're a neighbor, son. So you got good neighbors and bad neighbors. You happen to be a good neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> my neighbor, Aquarius, this is my other neighbor. The middle of, you know, I know a few good Aquarius. I know a lot of asshole Aquarius. I know a few good Aries. I know a lot of asshole Aries. You know what I'm saying? A lot of control freaks. And that's <laughs> I ain't pointing no fingers, but I'm just saying. A lot of, a lot of control for that side. I think I put up a post, too, because I saw some girl put up a post. Have you ever dated an Aries? You said. So I That's posted. That's what I can recall. <laughs> just because it was so funny, and I know Aries are control freaks. and like, yo, why we on a highway mentality? So I just reposted that thing. So I don't know if I, I don't know if I know what you're talking. About. 
is there and we've alluded to it enough that we did have a romantic connection um it took many many years it took many years and your whole family was like oh Sam is not here oh Sammy. <laughs> every function that I went to and I went to enough it was like oh you know what's up with Buddha and, and my thing was at one point you know years ago I was like Okay, he's married. I'm okay. He's married. I'm. Yeah, I had a crush on him, but he's married. It's, it's all good. And I was like, no, no, no. Buddha was asking about you. Okay, wait. No, no. He's married, and I'm happy for him. And, you know, life is good. Yeah, but Buddha's going to be here soon. All right, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> and I was, I remember. Um, in fact, I had met your wife many years ago, and I remember being so happy for you. And I remember you and I talking. I was like, "Look, I am so happy for you that you got married." Um, just the fact that you know I had had that attraction to you literally since we met, and you were always, always the consummate gentleman, and I adore that about you because as much as you you are a hood booger if no one has realized that by now um, you, are, you are literally the epitome of a hood booger you are um the thug to my good girl and you actually can speak to my good girl because you know i was a good girl <laughs> even as a grown woman in her 30s you know I was a good girl, and I really believe that's why your, your mom wanted us together many years ago. So she would push for me to, hey, Buddha wanted me to tell you hi. Buddha wanted me to play. Okay. I mean, he's fine, but, you know, he's doing his thing over there, and I'm doing my thing over here, and I'm just going to be all up in the church. And I know he's not into that, and that's okay, but we finally did get together. <laughs> a little while. <laughs> and I'm not, um, I won't say my way or the highway pushing. I think I did. Uh uh-uh, I thought I looked. Uh, you know, this is video, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, no. It wasn't my way or the highway. It was just. I think I was just ready for something you weren't at the time that we got together. We had gotten together earlier. I think you were ready for something I wasn't. So I think the time capacity was just never in alignment. That happens, too. What are you punching on? Oh, some barbecue chip out there for real life. (laughs) My weed man's still not here. I wouldn't have this local. This is video, right? This video. This is an interview. Weed is legal. I'm in New York, y'all. Weed is legal here. Sorry. Oh, hey. Why don't you drop that knowledge? 
Why don't you drop that knowledge? Here's a good plug. Drop that knowledge you said to me earlier. 